oh, boys, are you, are you okay? And I was like, oh, no, shit, don't come in. My mate's naked. Oh, shell shock. Hello and welcome to the Retro Gaming Lads podcast. Today I'm going to be joined with Dean. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very good, Dean. And this is going to be our first ever episode and there's going to be plenty more where this came from. Uh, this episode today we're going to be talking about the history of the Retro Gaming Lads, uh, a little bit about who we are, what we do, um, and upcoming uh, events and upcoming episodes which we're going to record. So, the first thing is... How do we know each other, Dean? <laughs> well, I mean, we are talking a long time ago. I tell you that, a long time ago. I've actually got a little story about that, if you want to hear it. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> Go on, then. Right. Back, when I, back in the 80s, when I was in school. Oh, no, before you start this, do we need like a violin or something? like a? Yeah, or um, what was it? Our story that used to be on Radio 2. <laughs> Young Dean was being punished in infant school and was made to stand with his back against the wall. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. You have to, I, have to stand on the wall when, I do. when, we, were, when we were told off. Do you know what? Do you know Crazy. what? Do you know when I was in a junior school before you start your story? They used to. Do you remember yeah. this, right? They used to. When you used to. They used to play rounders, and they used to have like cricket stumps painted on the wall. <laughs> Can you remember that? Yeah. So they used to have these yeah. cricket put, like stumps painted on the wall, and they used to bowl. And obviously, if it hit the wicket, you're out. So they used to play rounders. So <laughs> what we started doing when they bowled, we hit the ball up over our head, and it went on the roof. And then we just everyone ran around, <laughs> and we just used to hit the ball. Oh, the roof. Fucking <laughs> teacher was like, if it goes behind, oh, you're out. Mate. But yeah, we still used to do it. Like, yeah, we've won. Sorry. <laughs> okay, but that, but that just reminded me of the little fence that used to be down the side of the playground. <laughs> yeah. you remember that? Yeah. And we used to use it as wrestling ropes and throw each other over. <laughs> and that was where the dogs used to be able to get yeah. in as well. Do you remember when a dog used to run in yeah, school? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're playing Royal Rumble. You made it to the sudden there's a dog there jumping on you. Oh my god, I used to love that. I love that. Anyway, sorry, yeah, here's your story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I was stood with my back against the wall because I didn't know how to tie my shoelaces. Because (laughs) for some reason I got punished for that. And I looked over the playground, and if you remember, we used to have those big sewage pipes that we used to climb on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the big concrete in the, in the playground. Things. You remember that? Yeah, they Fuck were like big it. sewage pipes just Man, plonked in the playground. That's a death trap. Imagine having that now. <laughs> the fucking HR and everything be all over that shit. Oh, mate. It just went up and did it. <laughs> we, but we used to climb all over these, <laughs> these sewage pipes concreted together. Anyway, there was a crowd forming around the bottom of these sewage pipes. I was like, oh, what's going on over there? So after my five minutes on the wall, quickly ran over. And there was this young lad stood on top of the sewage pipes. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but he was wearing a pair of wraparound pink sunglasses. Yeah, I did. I thought, what the hell? That guy looks so cool. He looks just like Brett the Hitman. The Hitman heart glasses. <laughs> I used to fucking wear them everywhere. Yes, oh, and I was God. like, I, I need to know this guy. He's so cool. Um, and then obviously that was you. And I, I've stalked you ever since, really. 
to be honest. I know. It was, um, I'll tell you what, there was a point when I was in infant school as well. I used to be like the cool kid in school. I used to have these... Um, oh, God, I remember this day so well. And it was like the coolest day ever. My mum put me in a... <laughs> she put me in one of those big... It's not a cagoule. What do you call it? They're those big... They're not padding to the bear coat. <laughs> oh, with the fairy hood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had one of them. Do you know those old... <laughs> seven, like, just because we was just coming into the 80s, like mid-80s, and then, you know, the 70s mm. were still dragging over into the 80s. And I had one of those. And I remember my mum bought me some... I, I, I was like, no, I'm fucking wearing shorts. It's sunny. I want to go out in the sun. So she was like, no, he's going to be freezing, but take your coat. Right, so I bermuda the <laughs> shorts on, this Paddington bear coat. And do you know what? I thought, either way, I'm going to get bullied. So what I did, I got these, my, star, my <laughs> honest, I got my Star Wars stamps, right? And I put them in my pocket. And I had red and blue. Red was good and blue was bad. So blue was Darth Vader and uh, red was uh, Luke Skywalker. And then everybody wanted a stamp. And I was like, and I remember sitting in the corner of the playground going, are you good or bad? <laughs> and people were going, I'm bad. And then when they put their hand out, I'd stamp it blue go and then like i'd stamp it red and everyone did it and then everyone was like fighting each other versus good versus bad fucking love that day mm. <laughs> i remember that so clearly fucking and hell. that is what we call the cool kid and where we come from mate to be able to think like that when you're younger you know what i mean it was like a, a gift or adhd <laughs> it's one yeah, of it probably yeah it's one of them probably the laughter yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically, we know each other from very early, in, early on in school. Um, we we're both born in 1982. I yes. was born at the beginning, and Liam was born at the end. So we was—I was a year above Liam. Yep. But our schools were mixed, so we just hung, hung out with each other since then. I think about senior school, we stopped obviously because I moved up before you. You get your own mates and stuff like that, and then. We rekindled our love again. In the yeah, future. exactly. And now we're here. Exactly, exactly. But there's loads of bits in between that bit. Like there was, um, I don't know. Oh my uh, god, there are so many bits. I, I don't know how far you can go into it on a podcast, oh, but yeah. I remember we had a. We used to have to remember the show Lock Summer Fair. Yeah, <laughs> did you? Yeah, yeah. With, with, the, with the wobbly bike. You remember yeah. that? and you turned one way and the wheel went the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you get one side of the yeah, one side of the field to the other. You turn left, the wheel goes right, and everyone used to just like, like go like the handlebars used to crack you in the jaw and everything. You're like fucking yeah. You used, my god, put, put your seven year old child on that and watch them plant the face <laughs> on the floor, and everyone cried on it. Like I was too scared to even go on it. But there was a, a summer fair, and I was like, right, I'm gonna take my snaz in. I was like, I'm going to take my snazzy and then we're going to do a street fighter competition. This is, this is, you've got to remember, I was only in like the second, it'd be like the third year of junior school. So like, I had still had one more year left. And I sat down, right? And I was like, right, I'm the fucking daddy at street fighter. I played it way before everyone else did. No one really knew what street fighter was. So there was an Indian guy who used to live over the road from me. He used to own the, the shop. And... Uh, he found out that I, my dad used to go in there quite a lot and drink with a shop owner like sneakily you know like when my mum got oh can you go to the shop yeah. Go, yeah yeah I'll go in and he, he used to take an hour even though it only took two minutes to get to the shop and back <laughs> but he used to come back absolutely steaming anyway he started talking about something oh my lad plays computer games and you know and he's like well my lad does too but we get all our stuff from China so he managed to get nice. a, I don't know if you remember the SNES cartridge converter 
So you used to put the cartridge in, so you used to put this one cartridge in, and then you used to get your SNES game, your English game, and put it in. And then you could play Chinese games on your SNES converter. Did you ever have that or hear about that? No, I mean, I've heard of uh, converters, but no, I've never used one or had one or anything. Yeah, so when I was back in the day, I had Street Fighter when it was released in China. I mean, you're talking, it was it must have been a year before. So like Street Fighter 1 came out and then Street Fighter 2. So when I had Street Fighter 2, I was like, oh, that's fucking sick. Awesome. So I was playing Street Fighter. So when I set this stall up under summer market, summer hall or whatever you call it, summer fair, I sat down and I was smashing everybody, absolutely smashing. <laughs> and for at least three hours, I was sat there going, next next people paying 20p to play me 20p 20p and it like some guys are going i've got a quid and like they're putting a quid in and i made loads i was the highest fucking paying stall and everything and i was battering everybody and it was one this one kid and i remember it i remember it so clearly because he used to pick the ken blue kit and i was like why is he fucking doing that and then he just fucking demolished me so then I had to wait yeah, my turn. Doing. So then I started queuing up, going, hold on, I'm queuing up on my own stall, but I started doing it anyway, <laughs> just so I could do it. And this kid, and I can't remember his name, and I've always tried to reach out to him, but he fucking annihilated everybody. I've never seen a Street Fighter player fucking like that in my life. So, yeah, he must have had the Chinese converter as well, the fucker. <laughs> yeah. But he was fucking brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And that was like my one of my first memories that I can remember. Of school, anyway. But I don't know if you remember that. Um, I mean, I remember the summer fair, but I don't remember the uh, the Street Fighter event. I'd have been very interested, though, if uh, I was there. Oh, mate. Do you like me a bit of Street Fighter? So, Mate, it was just Street Fighter, and everybody's stuck on it. I mean, every now and then, some dickhead will come and play Mario Kart and ruin that, this thing that we've got going. Can I play Mario Kart? Because mm. it was 20p ago on the snares, that's all it was. But everyone just wanted to play Street Fighter and beat me up. But, you know. but yeah, I remember that anyway. <laughs> Just tell me to shut up. I can fucking rub it on about my computer game channel all Keep, day. Yeah. yeah, well, that's it. Okay, so where? what was your... If you can remember, because I know you've got older uh, siblings as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was the first console you remember owning or <coughs> playing in your house? First console, uh, Atari 2600. No, actually, yeah. the Commodore 64. Okay. Yeah, Commodore 64. Oh, my days. I remember the tapes. I remember some guy, I had somebody stay over my house. Um, my parents spent ages and ages, like, persu- well, I spent ages as well, persuading, like, one day we'll stay over. One day we'll, you can bring all your Commodore 64 games around. One day we'll just have this Commodore 64 game night, and it'll be amazing. And he had fucking tape after tape after tape. I am not joking. I mean, he had, like, I don't know, you don't remember the Battle of Midway. Fucking brilliant game. Yeah, he had brilliant like, game. Absolutely brilliant game. Yeah, yeah, he had, like, Glooper. Uh, oh, God, what are the others? This is going to fucking kill me, this is. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, Bill and Ted. You remember that? Obviously, nice. he, had, he had Bill by the Hobbit, because I still own Bill by the Hobbit. But, yeah, it's Bill by the Hobbit game. Like, honestly, he had fucking everything. I could just, I just remember John Madden football. I mean, that was the first time that like, you could have two, like, two player. Well, to me, anyway. Nice. Jet Set Willy. Oh, my God, he had Jet Set Willy. Oh, God. Anyway, the list was fucking... So I wanted this 
him to come round and play the, the Commodore and we got these tapes and we sat down, he got there at five o'clock, we put one tape and it fucking it took it until we had to go to bed. So all this persuading <laughs> all the persuading of getting him to come over, it didn't that it was downloading on the tape. We went, what we've gone play football or something, came back home and then when we came in it was like crashed at like three quarters of a way down, you're like, oh fuck tape. So we never actually got to play any any of the games. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can remember doing that with a Commodore. Um, my my sister used to have a Commodore, like, later on in, in life. I had a Master System. So what I used to do is go and load a game on a Commodore and then go and play Master System while the game was loading <laughs> and then quickly switch over again. Absolutely. Well, that's it. That's it. That's, they were like... I mean, my brother used to own a um, Mega Drive and he never let me play his Mega Drive. I had a SNES. And the only, so the only game I ever had was, um, oh, what was it? Ghouls and Ghosts. So I had Ghouls and Ghosts mm. on a SNES, and I, oh, God, you know how difficult Ghouls and Ghosts is. So I wanted to always play on his Mega Drive because he had the games like Mickey Mouse, uh, Castle Illusion, and World of Illusion. He had all these cool games, Sonic 1, 2. He had, like, Mortal Kombat that had blood. And then I had, like, Ghouls and Ghosts. And that game just tears you in the walls off. It does. It's hard to get past the first level on that. It is. It is solid. And I mean, I was just playing that going, yeah, my SNES is so much better than your Mega Drive. And I had Ghouls and Oh, I had Bart versus the Space Mutants as well. So I was just... Uh... Oh, well. I mean, so, yeah. yeah. But we don't talk mm. about Bart. No, we don't. Um, I had to do something very similar with my sisters. She was meticulous. All the tapes were rewound every time she used it. They were lined up. <laughs> And what I used to have to do, if you remember the Commodore, yeah. um, mine had a separate cassette player and it had a little counter on the side with three wheels on it that counted up the time when it loaded and played. I used to have to reset that back to where she had it when she played it because otherwise she knew. And she's, she's older than me, so she'd come in and kick my ass if I'd touched that, that Commodore. Shit. I had to be is that how, is that how you had to do it? Yeah, it was um, like, say I walked in and the counter was on 175. I used to play the game, and then while the tape's playing, the counter's ticking, 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 ticking. So I oh. used to have to, like, keep the tape playing until it got back to 175 and then stop it, quickly stop it, and then run off as fast as I could. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll tell you what, what nearly, I could say, easily 34 years, 33 years, I have never, ever understood what that time I was for until now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. That's exactly what it's for. Oh, it's for the younger brother man. or sister. <laughs> man, that would have changed my childhood completely. I never knew that. <laughs> I never ever knew that. That's insane. Oh my god, I might go and get myself an old camera Commodore 64. That's like saving a game, isn't it? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so could you like re so like if you got to let like say tick eighty and then you died and all your shit was gone? Could you rewind to 16 and it'll go back to the same thing? <laughs> um, I don't think so, to be honest with you. I don't think that's quite how it, it works. Damn. But nice if you could. I was thinking that, like, yeah, that's the first memory card ever. That's what I was thinking, but yeah. So um, we're going to go into not a thing. <laughs> we're going to go to a thing called, uh, well, not called. It's going to be, uh, I just want to talk about, um, so for the listeners, we did. Me and Dean have a few different... We've actually got a different game style to what kind of games we actually like and what retro games we like and um, what modern games we like as well. Um, we've got actually completely different tastes, I think. 
Um, I like, I mean, too, yeah, because yeah, you like all the R type games. I fucking hate R type. I hate. <laughs> I hate R type games. Any side scrolling ship game, I hate them. I'm useless at them. Um, Space Invaders, hated it. Hated R type. Hated. Oh, what's that one you made me play? Actually, no, that was quite good. What's the one you played the other day with the Fantasy wings? Zone. Yeah, that's it. Fantasy Zone. That was a good game. I actually, really started to enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I hate those kind of games. Pinball games. I don't like. I mean, you're Street Fighter, I'm Mortal Kombat, we are, which we won't get into yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can feel your teeth gritting. I can hear yeah. it gritting then, because Mortal Kombat's better. Uh, but we'll get into that another I point. mean, we're, we're, we are all entitled to our own opinions, but, but yours is completely wrong, so we have, uh... this, that's for another day, I guess. <laughs> God, right, okay. So we've got completely different game styles. I like the, I like the fast pace. I, I mean, Ghouls and Ghosts. I force myself to like Ghouls and Ghosts, Ghosts because you know I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for punishment. I love Dark Souls. I've completed all the Dark Souls one all the way to Elven Ring. Um, I love my Final Fantasies. I love my, um, I mean, I'm a massive Warcraft fan. Um, I also I like I love Pokemon. Uh, whereas, I mean, you're, what are your game styles, Dean? Um, I'll wake myself up from that list. Hang on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much nailed it. I like uh, if you were to say what's your favourite uh, games console or anything like that, I'd say arcade. It's pick up and play, fast pace. I really like repetitive games that I can master, which I, I think where the Street Fighter comes into it because that's repetitive and you, it's quite rhythmic I like oh yeah, I like rhythm games as well actually stuff yeah. like that um, what, what like Parappa the Rapper <laughs> 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 uh, I mean yeah it's great <laughs> oh fucking Parappa the Rapper but no like, um, yeah oh what a shit the Rapper that Mate, that was a ridiculous game everybody right? loves it everybody hates it it depends I hated it the amount of times I heard kick, I still remember, I tell you what, I have not played the game for 20 years and it's kick, punch all of the time. When you want to test me, I sure you're fine. The thing's a teacher. I sure they beat you. <laughs> Nevertheless, we're going to teach you now. Kick, punch. I remember <laughs> everything. How the fuck <laughs> do I remember that after 20 years? <laughs> I think I played it once or twice. No. <laughs> that was about it, so I've got no idea. We used to have it on all day, every day. My sisters loved it and it was just fucking constantly all the time kick punch it's all in their mind because they used to be shit at it as well so they used to reset the song oh god <sighs> no right. but like a guitar hero there. I don't know if guitar hero is uh, considered retro nowadays but give me some guitar hero I've not played that for a long time but I think yeah I, I would say that that, that was a playstation 2 wasn't it yeah yeah that's classed as retro I'd say i say this is that's the touchy subject isn't it is PlayStation 2 mm. classes retro? I think it is. I'd say so, because I, I would say the Dreamcast is as well. Dreamcast. And the original Xbox. Dreamcast is definitely, but that was the greatest console. If you go back now to any generation, the, the Dreamcast is my favourite console. And that's, yeah, that's, uh, a, it, that's yeah. a touchy, touchy subject. But we'll get another thing that we're going to get into at some point. But 
like I said, like we said to like the audience who don't know us, these are our, our play styles. You know, we're completely different. So when you so which brings us on to our next subject, we're streamers. So we stream retro games, and our game styles when we're streaming are completely different. So if you want to check us out, I'm going to be now streaming over on our retro gaming lads um, Facebook group. Um, I'm also going to be streaming over on TikTok, so I'm going to be dotting in between both. Um, so please follow both groups uh, if you want to watch me live, but you will get notifications on either. Um, Dean, you've got to be streaming as well, is that right? Yeah, I am, when I can. Um, my time is noisy at the moment because I have small children. So yeah, when I can stream, I will do. And I'll be doing that on Twitch because I know how to use that and I can't be bothered to learn how to <laughs> use the other ones. So yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, we will also put all our links to our um, uh, streams to in the bottom of the uh, any post that you can see. That again, this is going to be spread across all social media. So we'll put all the links in the um, down below, so you can uh, track us, follow us, whatever system that you want to watch or use. Uh, but please follow and subscribe to us. Uh, the more you follow and subscribe, um, you know it helps us and it gives us content and it you know it pushes everything for us. So, we're going to go into another thing. Your favourite game memory. What is that? Ooh. So, I had Ooh. a good think about it today. I've, I've been thinking about it all day, actually. Um, what yeah. was my favourite game memory? And I got one, and it took a while, and I can remember it, and it was brilliant. Okay. I remember... <clears throat> okay, I remember being in the city centre. It was the first... First... It was actually it wasn't the first game I bought. The first game I'm not. That's going to be another question. The first game I bought is completely mm -hmm. different and it was awful. But the first time I ever got so <laughs> excited was the release of Double Dragon on the Atari 2600. And I tell you what, I still watch and listen to. I watch the whole game back to front and end, even though it's just a few squares. It's a pink square head. And they've got square arms, but I still play the game. I still love the game. The music is insane. I still, I've even got the ringtone as that Atari game. Anyway, I remember queuing up and I remember holding the, the picture in the box. A bit like clearly, I remember seeing the cellophane over the box. I remember looking at the picture. The picture was just amazing. But I even wanted to change my name to Billy because that was the main character, you know. There was the red and the blue. And Billy, the, oh, actually, there was Billy. Oh, what was the other guy's name? <gasps> Jimmy? No, hold on. I'm going to have to sure find this. Billy and Jimmy, wasn't it? Uh, the... Ian. <laughs> it was mine. <laughs> no, it's Steven. No, Billy, Billy and Jimmy. Sure it was. It might Live be. Live Googling going on now. See if you can, yeah, see if you can find... We need see... to know. Billy Lee. See, I used to love. So it was Willie. Oh, it Billy was Lee. Jimmy. It was Jimmy. It was, yeah, William and Bill. So it was William, and my name's Liam. So I was like, right, I want to be the red guy. So I always used to play Double Dragon with two players just because I wanted to be the red guy because his name was William and my name's Liam, so it shortened it down. So I was like, I want to change my name to Billy. And I've always wanted to change my name to Billy because of Double Dragon. <laughs> but anyway, my favourite game memory is standing in that shop looking at that picture with the box and the cellophane in a massive queue because everyone was queuing for it and even when i got it home it was fucking outstanding it was just the music i fucking love it 
<laughs> Love it. I can remember the first time I saw it playing on the console. I remember every single bit of detail I can remember. I even remember, oh God, I even remember throwing the barrel up. Best day of my life when it came to game. When it comes to gaming, best day of my life. Absolutely fantastic. Sorry, mate. I can ramble on about Double Dragon all the way. What about yours? Your first, your favourite gaming memory. Um. Oh. Okay. My favourite gaming memory. Well, my best mate through high school. He came on holiday with us one day. Well, one weekend. And we stayed in a caravan with my mum and dad. Now. We were about 12 or 13 years old. So, like, we're still under mum and dad's law. And this caravan park had an arcade. So we were, like, obviously in the daytime, smashing it in the arcade, spending all my dad's money. Um, and there was a Turtles machine. Do you remember the uh, Turtles arcade, the four-player? Uh, mate, I'll I tell you what, I think if you check my stream out, I have streamed that game possibly about 40, 50 times. I even am going right. to start trying to beat the world record on it because I love the game that much. Okay, cool. Well, back, for people that don't know, back in the 90s, in the arcade, there was two games... Well, yeah, two games that stood out because they looked phenomenal and they looked exactly like the IP they were copying. That was the Simpsons four-player arcade game oh. and the Turtles arcade game. They oh. were both very similar but amazing. They were... Amazing, they're just amazing games. There's nothing wrong with them. I mean, you play them now, yeah, they're a bit clunky, but back then, phenomenal. So we were playing this, and as Liam will probably tell you, they're, they're really hard, especially if you're using real money. You've got to sink some credit in, in those things. So we only had got like a pound each or something. So we got we come up with a plan. We had our own money, because we had pocket money and stuff. So we thought, we'll sneak out the caravan at night, and we'll go, and we'll clock that... Uh, turtles machine and all the girls there will you know fancy us because we've finished the turtles arcade so sure enough late at night we snuck out the window of the caravan went trundling across with 20 quid and we put it in that little change machine you put your 20 pound note in and all these coins come out we slammed it all of it in the arcade machine and just stood there for about a good 30 40 minutes finished the game fucking brilliant time we still had tenners worth of credits left uh, we just walked off strutting our stuff, thinking we're the kings of the world. And uh, when we climbed back into the caravan, <laughs> it made the caravan rock like like fuck. And we had this knock at the door, and it was like my mum saying, Oh, boys, are you, are you okay? And I was like, Oh, no, shit, don't come in. My mate's naked. And the caravan's rocking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> so that is my favourite gaming memory. That's a good memory as well. That is so good. <laughs> but I mean, the oh my god, I remember seeing uh, you had. I, I can't remember which arcade it was. I think it was in Matlock. But you had turtles, and you had the four pictures in front of you. You had the four joysticks and the four buttons. You had Mike, like yeah, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael in front of you. Oh, God. And I tell you what, I nearly bought the machine for 900 quid off Facebook Marketplace as well. And really? It, and it was working, but the thing was massive, and I couldn't fit it in yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it's huge. I know. And then the Simpsons one was exactly the same, you know, with, like, Homer and... Oh, God. those They, were, to me, were my greatest arcade games. But, again, another thing that we're going to have to save and wait for another time to discuss. <laughs> um, what... It's a good thing that... Um, 
I, I'm going to bring up every time. I know, I, I, as you guys are listening to us as well, I would like to hear your comments and your funny stories. I would love, honestly, there's one thing that I love more in the world than hearing a funny gaming story. So, I'm going to tell you uh, a funny gaming story that, Dean, you can follow. So, I've got a funny game story, <laughs> right? This is it's not the funniest. Again, I'm going to save it for a later date. Um, but this game, I was playing with my... This is my funniest memory. So I'm a bit of a sore loser, right? I'm not going to deny it. You know, I'm a Dark Souls player. I don't die. I don't lose. That's it. Final. And I was playing EA Hockey. Remember EA Hockey in the Mega Drive? Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. It was so good. But my brother... So I could score. I could pass. I could dodge. I could skate fast, mate. I was fucking untouchable. But when it came to fighting, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and I couldn't figure out why. So my brother used to just batter my players. He used to go and get a penalties. I would fuck up the penalty, then he would score. And I couldn't understand how he, he could do that. I don't understand. And even when I've watched ice hockey, try and understand the penalty rule and fighting and stuff. And I do apologise to any ice hockey fans or Americans or Canadians listening to this. But I just don't understand that someone gets, as a fight, if you lose, you get a penalty. If you win, you get a penalty. It doesn't make sense. So <laughs> someone can explain to me. But anyway, I was playing that as a kid. I didn't understand it. And my brother kept beating me every time. And his mate kept pushing me from behind. So I'm even doing the actions to myself now because I'm just, just trying to remember it. And he was pushing me from going, ah, you're losing. Ah, you're losing. And I remember picking up a wooden stool. He scored for the fourth time. I picked up a wooden stool and I smashed it so hard across his head that he knocked my brother out. And then I started chasing his mate down the stairs because I got beat bright on a yay hockey because I couldn't understand <laughs> why. I mean, I'm not a violent person, but don't fucking beat me at EA hockey. I mean, like, it was... So this is our background, you see. We're not normal podcasters to be talking about retro. We're not. <laughs> We're not. But uh, yeah, that was my EA hockey moment. And I always remember the EA hockey moment. It was uh, not my greatest moment. But it was, um, it's still, I still laugh at <laughs> Even when me and my brother go, like when we see what is sort of go, hey. <laughs> Can I um, just add to that? If- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody, nobody listening has played the EA hockey games on um, the Mega Drive, the NHL uh, 94. It's probably the best one. And they recently remade it. I think it was remade on Xbox One. I don't know if you can get it on the current consoles. Um, but the remake is just basically a cleanup of the graphics and a cleanup of the controls. Fucking brilliant. It plays just like the old one absolutely perfect and i think they even had a mode where you could have updated rosters so if you're into ice hockey which i am you can have the current teams on nhl 94 um which is just brilliant fun so if you want to check that out you can probably get it on pc as well i'm, I'm not 100 sure on that yeah uh, i didn't know they remade that and fucking hell, I'm not, i know i'm not playing it Unless I can get rid of all the stores that are in my bedroom um, or front room or house. Um, it was, it, and I agree with you, it was the greatest hockey game ever made. Uh, it was slick, it was quick, it was fast. It, you knew exactly where you were going, like when you were skating. You, it was. It just felt right. I mean, you can play the new ones. 
and it actually if you look it feels like the new one still which is amazing i mean if you could get it back like on a mega drive back in the day at 16 bit and then play ea hockey now they are just the same except the graphics are just not as good that is it there's just no like extra like celebrations when you score but even when you score on that it's like just like it's like that Love it. <laughs> it is so yeah. so good. Yeah, it was a good, and again, I, I, just, I it's a game that I still go back to, still really enjoy, but I only play on my own and play the computer. <laughs> so I'm not allowed. <laughs> so yeah, what, again, what's your funny story, Dean? Um, I'm just struggling to think of one, to be honest. Uh, I, I'm going to go back to one I told on uh, an older podcast that we used to do. Um, one about another caravan holiday that I had in Rio, where um, they had an arcade, and I was in there again like some arcade rat. And I got I made friends with the kid whose dad owned the arcade, and he had one of them magic keys. Do you remember that? The what? The magic keys. The magic key, yeah. So every arcade obviously has got you put your coin in, and it falls into the slot at the bottom. Well, it's got a little uh, like round key that goes in that, and you turn it to open it to get the money out well when you open that door it puts the machine into credit free so you don't have to put money in yes so he used to use his dad's key turn it and then you've got free credits I remember um, I can yeah it's brilliant and this kid had his dad's key basically because he he ain't going to pay for his own games so I made friends with him so the whole holiday I was playing free games Ninja Gaiden um, ghouls and ghosts all the classics just all for free the whole time it was brilliant until the last day <laughs> well, well. where he <laughs> he wanted to charge me for the use of his key I mean I was about 10 years old <laughs> charge you what though? and he uh, he just wanted to char- he wanted some money for the for the use of his key and he uh, chased me out of the arcade and through the caravan park and ended up tying me to a tree <laughs> so I stuck to a, a tree for a while but as payment for three games for a week <laughs> I say this is the thing is that like again we're, we're not like a normal retro gaming podcast <laughs> because you know we're, a lot, a, we're a definitely lo- going to go on tangent yeah, the thing is that a lot of, um, I mean, I listen to a lot of retro gaming podcasts and um, it is all about retro gaming, but we're all about the memories. So if anybody, you know, if you want to learn about the days and dates and shit about game, no. Uh, we've come from, uh, yeah. we could say a working class background um, and mm-hmm. we, we like to talk about nostalgia, you know. When you go for a beer, we talk about the nostalgia and how much fun games were and stuff. And that's what we're, we're, tr- we're going to be aiming at. Um, so yeah, we don't. And a story of getting tied to a tree because you, you didn't want to pay for his magic key is it is a computer? <laughs> it's a computer game in itself, you know. That's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Nick the key, try and run away, and if you get caught, you get tied to a tree, and then you've got a timer to undo yourself and catch him. You know, yeah. that's, a, that's a computer Trying, game yeah. in itself, and that's you know our lives were little computer games. So we're going to talk about our first arcade experience now. I wanted to talk about this because the first arcade experience was fucking amazing. Everybody's got, everybody, you ask anybody, anybody in the world, 
when was the first time you went into an arcade? Everybody knows. Everybody's got an answer. Every, that's it. Everybody. There isn't one person. Even my mum. Like, I even asked my nan just to test this out. And my nan was like, oh, I remember that bloody Pong game. And he, oh, no, what was it? The one with the rolling ball, Metroid? I don't know. But she, I don't know what she was talking about. But she was going, oh, there was a rolling ball back in my day. Oh, I remember that bloody Pong. I knew it was the end of the world when Pong came out. And then she watched war games. Honestly, she watched war games. She was like, oh, those bloody computers need to stop. They're going to blow up the bloody world. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean... She's not wrong. No, no. <laughs> Get out. She's, she's I mean, not. I know it's not that kind of podcast, but yeah, she's a... Uh, she was very yeah. right. So yeah, she was a... Uh, but yeah, but, but that's the point. Everybody's got an arcade memory and everybody's, whether it's good or bad or, you know, I mean, I'm sure in the old days, like all the old people are like, oh, these bloody fucking gamers. But no, but, you know, everyone's got an arcade memory. So, Dean, what is your first arcade experience? Well, um, my first arcade memory is um, I've got two older sisters, so we'd have been going in arcades when I was like really young. But the first time I remember, um, I don't remember walking into the arcade, but I remember my sister getting really excited for the big Star Wars um, spaceship game that you that had hydraulics and that that you sat in and it oh, moved left yeah, and right yeah. when you. And it was, you know, the graphics were early wireframes, so this is a very early memory. But yeah, I remember seeing that and thinking, whoa, and I really wanted to go, but my dad wouldn't let me because I wasn't big enough to go on it. And I was like, oh, man, watching my sister have all this fun in this, um, like, basically a spaceship simulator, like, moving around and stuff. It looked awesome. Absolutely awesome. That's amazing. I mean, tell you what, mine's very, very different. Very, very different. Okay. <laughs> we're finding out that we're uh, completely different game tasting uh, wise over the, well, I mean, the last episode. It is. It is. So, my first ever arcade experience was walking in and we were staying on, I think it was Skegness Caravan Park. I think I've told you a story a thousand times, but I think I tell everybody's story every time I'm drunk. Um, the first time I sat down and saw an arcade, it was the first time I saw an arcade machine. It was in one of those little box cafes that were glass. It was all glass all over the the the, the cafe, yeah. And you had like Beryl or Margaret or Brenda who used to sit behind the bar or like the cafe and she had a cigarette behind her ear and a cigarette in her mouth and another one in the other ear that was half lit because she just fucking, you know, she every time she got a chance she would go and smoke. Or she could smoke in a cafe in those days. And uh, I remember going in, and we used to have bacon butties in there every day, and I used to hear the, the beeping of this computer game. Uh, and, well, it's an arcade machine, and I was like, I didn't know what it was. Never seen one in my life. It used to take the old 5Ps, only old 5Ps are the same size that now, with the, pardon me, the 10Ps. Yeah, yeah, they're like dinner plates, weren't they? Yeah, they were fucking massive. If you threw one of them at someone, it would kill them. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so it used to take the old 5Ps, and my mum used to give me 50p. And it was on top of a massive hill as well. I remember running up to the top of the hill every morning. So I used to wake up and my mum used to want to get ready and clean the caravan or whatever. And it used to, used to give me 50p and they used to have to run up this hill to play this computer game. Weirdly and shittily, it was Wonder Boy 2. And it was horrible. And if you watch my stream, Wonder Boy 2 is plastered everywhere on it because... Even though, again, I'm a torture for fucking 2D side-scrollers that are fucking absolutely difficult. You want to screw you right in the arse. 
Wonderboy 2 was my first ever experience of learning your 50p is not going to get you fucking anywhere in this arcade. <laughs> but I tell you what, again, it's something that I can remember so clearly. I even remember the woman opening the door and the breath of like the, the fresh air from the sea came in and everyone go, oh, I love that smell of sea air. And I remember her opening the door going, fucking hell, it's cold. You've made me turn away from a computer, you horrible bitch. I've died. <laughs> <laughs> so, which one was... <laughs> Which one was Wonder Boy 2? Because Wonder Boy 1 was the side-scrolling um, platformer where you get the skateboard and you throw, throw the stone axes at snails. That's Wonder Boy 2. Um, Wonder Boy 1 was... That's the... Wonder Boy 2. Yes. So Wonder Boy 1... Well, Wonder Boy 1, um, it's kind of all the same thing. They all get skateboards. You can always get the axes and you always get through. But this is why... This was like the caveman with the snails, uh, the bumblebees... Um, I played it quite a few times on my stream. I did it uh, for 61 days straight as well. Um, and I still never finished it. Um, I did the five-coin challenge on it, and I just got wiped out. And it was I still can't do it. Uh, I've never finished it. Uh, I've got nearly to the end. I mean, I've even got to the last boss, actually. Um, but I never finished it. Never, ever. Uh, and it's something that I've always wanted to complete. And I always will. Com- I, will go- I, do- I will do it one day. Um, but yeah, the nostalgia of that game. Just every time I hear it, every time I see it, it just makes me smile, you know? It's just... It's like a Lord of Rings fan listening to the Shy theme for the first time. It's, <laughs> it's just fucking love it it is just fantastic and again that was my first it's not really an arcade um so it's like a more of an arcade ex- like machine experience uh if you wanted to go into arcade experience the best one what again just because i feel right like now that was actually just an arcade machine um was i'm just gonna quickly because i've been talking loads the um star wars phantom menace pod racer that was in namco nottingham and they had the full pod racer up on a like a still and you had the engines hovering up and you had the pulleys and you had to race using the pulleys there you go that was my fucking Nanko Nottingham was an interesting place oh it was amazing amazing a very interesting place oh um, that's where I learnt to play Street Fighter on the arcade stick yeah that's I used you... to play it on the Dreamcast on the pad um, and I got pretty good at it so I thought I've heard there's a uh, Street Fighter Alpha 3 cabinet at the Namco Arcade in Nottingham so I thought I'm going to test my skills out and obviously going from pad to arcade stick it weren't great so I obviously spent a few days a few weeks a few months going up there every weekend and uh, trying it out and a lot of people used to play that machine a lot of people it used to be queuing up you put your little coin at the side you know I got next kind of thing and uh, I was playing and I beat this guy and uh, he went into his pocket and I thought He's going to put another coin down. He wants a rematch. And this little knife popped on top of the uh, arcade sticks. And he just left it there and looked at me. I went, ah, okay, I'm just going to go. <laughs> Fucking legged it out of the arcade. He wasn't happy about being beaten at Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Who is? Nobody is. Again, yeah. we can go but back. Yeah, he pulled a knife on me for beating him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could go back to part one and listen to me talk about fucking Street Fighter and that kid who beat me at the summer fair. I remember that all day, every day. Never forget it. And if I ever see him again, which I probably won't, but if I do, um, you're still sitting there giving him shit. I'm just going to say, right, mate, Snares, my house now. <laughs> That's it. 
But he still beat me anyway, because he was just ridiculously good. So, yeah, amazing. So there are our first arcade experiences, which is amazing. So we're going to go straight into our first ever console. Nice, easy question and a nice thing to talk about. Mm. Um, well, I'm going to go first on that one. So my first console like I owned myself and that weren't my sister's. It was in my bedroom with my own TV. It was the Sega Master System. I got it for Christmas one year, and it's amazing. I got it with a black and white TV. This is how oh, old, long ago it was. The black and white TVs. Spare, yeah, is that, is the TV the had a tuner. The parents you know gave I mean? like you the spare TV, the bastards. They gave me the spare TV. That's with right, an RF. Was it, it had, an RF cable as well, wasn't it? It, wasn't it had an RF cable. <laughs> it had the uh, knobs on the side that you had to turn to oh, tune in. mate. It was never quite right. I couldn't get channel three when I, even if I <laughs> twisted the aerials on the top. But that TV was mine and it had the master system on it, all plugged up and I could play on it whenever I wanted. All for me. My sisters can't touch it. That is the first and probably best console that I've ever had. Amazing. I'd love to have that actual console now. What about That'd the setup? Epic. Did you have a black and white TV as well? Yeah, yeah. Just exactly the same. Sitting on the floor. With my TV like on the shelf, just cross-legged, playing away, playing Sega Ninja or or great volleyball. Great volleyball, by the way, amazing game. Shit cover, but amazing game. But yeah, I'd well, I'd be back there in a second. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, well, the thing is, I used to play my system on a black and white TV, and I tell you what, it was like playing a Game Boy now on an emulator. You know, like the graphics are really crisp and the graphics were really nice because it was just, it was really, really good. But I remember having a spare TV in my room. I just remember, I'm just talking about the black and white TVs. I just remember the only time I ever had a black and white TV in my room, I had a spare one and I had, I didn't use it because I only, the only time I used it was uh, Doctor Who came on and the music of Doctor Who scared the shit out of me. And then I saw a Dalek and as a kid, a Dalek used to scare the fuck out of anybody. It was horrible. And I've managed to tune the, the black and white TV. And then the first thing I tuned it to was Dalek's Doctor Who theme tune. And I was like, no. And I never touched black and white TV again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the first game that I got was on the... Uh, well, the first console that I got, sorry, was the Atari 2600. Uh, it was... I, it came with Pitfall. Obviously, Pitfall was... It's an easy game now. Piece of piss. I mean, I could sit there and play Pitfall all day, every day. Uh, there's no ending. I'm pretty sure there's no ending. Um, I've even Googled and no one's ever completed it. Uh, if there is, tell me I'm wrong. If there's not, I'm right. But, uh, yeah, I used to play Pitfall. I used to have a joystick. Um, Pitfall with a joystick with one button was solid. Um, it was like timing right you try and time jumping over a crocodile pit that's it's full of water it's got three crocodiles in it you jump and you try and grab that I mean it's quite easy pitfall was that easy it was just not easy with a joystick and one button so uh, yeah really struggled with pitfall but mate, again first console was the Atari 2600 with pitfall and what a game um, again, but I, I bought a lot of games. I mean, I still own my Double Dragon copy. So the first game that I ever bought on the Atari 2600, I still own. I have kept it. I've still got the box. It is in my... It's here. I mean, I'm looking at it on the right. It's always on display. It's my favourite game. 
Um, and it was my first ever game, my favourite experience, my favourite everything. Double Dragon on the Atari. Um, again, on the Atari 2500, I'm going to keep going on. I can ramble on. I'm not going to ramble on too long um, just because it's a podcast and people get a bit bored and listening to my voice. However, um, I the other game that I used to play on the Atari was E.T. Now, <laughs> it's a mixed bag about E.T. I know it came out and it's the world's worst game and everybody was shocked and everybody thought it was going to be like the movie. I mean, seriously, did you really... Like, only idiots thought it was going to be like a movie. So, Atari 2600 sales went up. The game went up. Everyone thought they were going to be playing the, the, the movie. When really, it was just an uh, E.T. with a really shit side... Well, it wasn't even a side scroll. It was like up and down, the same fucking thing. It didn't even look... It didn't look actually like E.T. But you used to collect things on the floor... There used to be pits on the floor, you used to fall in, you used to collect them, then you used to try and jump out, then the agents would jump in. You used to, it was like a Pac-Man, but a little better. But that's how you should have treated it. Everyone should have just known it was Pac-Man. You know, just just with agents. So yeah, there you go. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Um, that was our story and that's about a little bit about us and what's going to happen in the future um, we are going to be talking about our top 10 uh, consoles top 10 games on those consoles we're going to be talking about a lot more nostalgia stories things that we like to talk about and um, just yeah anything that you would like to hear as well please message us um, anything um, we like to hear funny stories. We love to hear gaming ideas. We love to hear anything about our streams. We love any feedback. Any feedback's welcome. Uh, but really, we do love to hear funny stories on gaming. It's one of my favourite things. You know, having a few beers, listening to those funny stories are one of the best things ever. So if you have a funny story, please let us know and we'll put it in the podcast and talk about it. And we will guarantee that all stories will get put in there. Just want to say thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Join us. Get involved with the community. Get involved with all the questions. We're going to have time trials coming back. We're going to have everything coming back. And just, yeah, get involved. Let's have some fun. Let's bring those nostalgia memories back. And let's just, you know, enjoy every moment. Uh, Thank you very much. And Dean, do you got anything else to say? Yeah, um, I'm going to have to bail, man. They're sick everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Thank you very much, Dean. Thank you very much for everybody listening. Thank you very much for our first episode of the uh, Retro Gaming Lads podcast. There's going to be lots more podcast episodes coming out and we hope to hit that you listen to them all soon and hope you all get involved. Thank you very much. Wish you all the best to your friends, family and yourself. Thank you. Bye.